Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We chase the melodies that seem to find us until they're finished songs and start to play. When senseless acts of tragedy remind us that nothing here is promised. Not one day. The show is proof that history remembers. We live through times when hate and fear seem stronger. We rise and fall and light from dying embers. Remembrances that hope and love last longer. And love is 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 love cannot be killed or swept aside. I sing Vanessa's symphony. Eliza tells her story. Now fill the world with music, love, and pride. Thank you so much for this. Our deepest thoughts to those in Orlando and those affected by the tragedy that took place and the acts of senseless violence that took place in Orlando, Florida this weekend. It's locked on Jazz for the 13th of June. Draymond has been suspended. The draft is taking form. What are the Jazz going to do? And we'll look at the trades. A lot of trade talk with fake GMs. What has gone down? What got denied? It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Exciting news coming in that regard. Today's edition, though, is brought to you by Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. And Devin's got a chance for you to get jazz season tickets. I'll tell you more about that coming up on the program. Exciting day for the Locked On Podcast Network. We will launch today Locked On Golf, hosted by Brian Taylor, the host of Real Golf Radio that you've known for years. He'll be live at Oakmont. He'll kick it off today with a Johnny Miller interview, remembering his great success at Oakmont. So go to iTunes and subscribe to Locked on Golf. Other Editions of the Locked On Podcast Network are becoming close to finalized. We're really excited about it. Locked On Pelicans uh, will be coming your way along with multiple other and hopefully 30 NBA teams of the Locked On Podcast Network uh, and then hopefully 32 NFL teams. Uh, to get all the covered for you, take your podcasting needs with a hyper local, uh, serve the local advertisers better, serve the local fans better, and bring you, uh, content about the team you want to hear about. Also unlocked on NBA today, Mike Schmitz, Draft Express. We will have a multiple part podcast for you that break down, breaks down the top 10 players and really almost the top 30 players in the NBA draft. Very detailed, uh, really updating you on the draft. So that should be, uh, hopefully you'll really love that. I, I enjoyed doing it. I was I, I kept him for a really long time uh, in, in what was a super, super conversation. All right, let's go to pins across the world. Excited, to, as always, to bring that to you. Uh, and, and for those who don't know, you just email me at dlock09 at Utah. 
dot com. Excuse me, at gmail dot com. D lock. Sorry, I was just pulling up our D lock L O C K E at gmail dot com uh, is the place for you to send in your pins across the world. I had one from Clinton, Utah. I really want to do since I spent the weekend. Uh, in Clinton, Utah, being uh, rained out and of softball, I thought it was only appropriate uh, to do Clinton, Utah, but I don't seem to have it today. So let's find Jared Davidson. My name is Jay William Davidson. I'm dropping you my pin from Johannesburg, South Africa. Growing up in Utah, I was bred to be a jazz diehard. One of my biggest challenges since emigrating has been lack of immersion in jazz culture. And inside, I only began subscribing to tip-off podcasts after last season, but I have read every post-game empty the noggin since you started. Frankly, your commentary is much better than any other NBA source and insiders. It's much more descriptive and entertaining. The show helped me get through the summer sickness of no Utah jazz basketball, and it kept me entertained enough to curb the major withdrawal symptoms. After nearly cutting my hand off with a chainsaw two weeks ago, I've been on sick leave and I've been reviewing all of your notes for the games this year to avoid cabin fever. I really helped me keep my sandy, so thank you. Well, that was a while back. That was in February. So, uh, William, J- Jared or Jay William, I hope you are doing better. Uh, and uh, I haven't listened to your live coverage of games since immigrating because of network and streaming problems, but I think you've been a fitting replacement for Hot Rod. Well, thank you. That's nice of you. There's no such thing as a replacement. Uh, for hot run. Uh, but anyway, I hope your hand's better. And uh, Johannesburg, South Africa for our pins across the world. Let's get to the tip-off story of the day. I'm going to go draft over Draymond. We'll get to Draymond in a second. But to me, after all these weeks of kind of evaluating and looking at the draft, some things are beginning to come clear. And for the Jazz sitting at 12, uh, what becomes clear is that Simmons, Ingram, Chris, Brown, Bender, Dunn, Buddy Heald, uh, and I'm missing one when I say that, are all going to be off the board. There's eight players that are going to go in the top eight. Um, and, And I think that's important because there's a few reasons why this is important. One is today is the day in which players can pull out of the draft. And I think that with that, Kuzman, uh, Kuzmar will probably uh, drop out of the draft. That That's my guess. Um, oh, Jamal Murray is who I forgot is the other one. So th- those are the eight. Now, if you look at it from big and small, and maybe we'll do our draft like we did last year, um, the, the big situation, and, and a little bit of this is now, you know, you've got to kind of guess who's going to draft nine 10 and 11 before the Jazz pick, but you don't really know that. That's where some trades can happen. So these are all players you start to evaluate and you put on your board. I think it's pretty clear, unless the Jazz move, that those eight won't be there. So now, you know, who does Toronto take at 9? Who does Milwaukee take at 10? Who does Orlando take at 11? Uh, Begins to really have a big impact on where we're going. Um, You know, it's interesting that the mock drafts, are getting quieter. Chad Ford put out a new one on June 3rd just because the things are crazy um, right now in the mock drafts. He had Henry Ellison going 9, DeJounte Murray going 10, and Scal Labossier going 11, with the Jazz getting Jakob Pertl, uh, simply, I think, because he's just the best player available. So let's look at this. Of the bigs that are available, uh, I think, at least in my order of how the Jazz are likely to take him, would be Pertl 1, 
uh, and I'm making, you know, this is, give me every right to change this. This is not any inside information. This is a little bit. Uh, Deontay Davis, too, the freshman out of Michigan State. And, again, I'll have the Mike Schmitz podcast for you uh, on Locked on NBA. DeMontis Sabonis, who's in town today at three. Henry Ellison, four. Scal Labossier, five. There's some real questions on Labossier's motor. He likes to play. Um, a name to keep an eye on that I don't think is out of the realm of the Jazz is Ante Zizic. Ante Zizic is staying in the draft from all the things I have heard. Uh, he will hold in the draft. I think he's a possibility. And then Thon Maker. So my order as of right now, you don't know how they're going to be drafted, would be Pirtle, Davis, and this can change, right? This is not guaranteed in any way. Sabonis. Ellison, Labassier, Zizic, Maker. And I might throw Zizic up above Ellison and Labassier. Now, of the wing guard players, uh, there will be six and maybe only five that are really going to be there. Um, I I think Korkmaz will uh, pull out of the draft. I just think he's got a two, from what I understand, he's got a $2 million buyout and it's just going to be too difficult for him to that. And there's only so much a team can, can give back. So I would suspect he, he pulls out. So now the, the wing, the guards that you're talking about are DeJounte Murray, I think would be one on the list. You can watch my breakdown of him on my David Locke YouTube channel, DLock09. Uh, Wade Baldwin, second. Uh, Denzel Valentine, third. Malachi Richardson, fourth. And then I need to dig into Malik Beasley some more, but my guess is he is probably uh, fifth on the list. It's interesting. Valentine is not a shoot the moon. Chad and I talked about it a lot, but the more you kind of look at this draft and you look at the Jazz draft position at 12, the more Valentine warms up to me, frankly. Uh, You know exactly what he's going to be able to do. You know where he is. He could help more immediately. He could probably, in the right matchups, finish games, which is a huge statement. Um, You know, he may be actually a better pro player when he's not one of the top five. I am concerned about the fact that he didn't prosper till later in his career. I think that's always a concern for me on guys that weren't good young uh, and weren't dominating young. His athleticism is a concern whether you're going to have to help him defensively, but there's a lot of things about him. The more you start to dig into this draft that you really like. Um, And so it's interesting. And I also would say, I think this might, as I look at this draft and it begins to, to, to break down the way it does, I think it might increase um, the Jazz uh, chances of of moving the pick. Um, it, it you know I, I I don't know if there's anyone in that list of Pirtle, Davis, Sabonis, Ellison, Labassier, Zizic, Maker. Murray, Baldwin, Valentine, Richardson, Beasley, that makes you just go, oh, if I get him. Now, Murray's really interesting. He's long. He's got a chance. There's, he's got just incredible skills. Baldwin, if he gets going downhill, but there's there's some concerns on him. Um, so, and, and but uh, personality-wise and whether he would be able to adjust uh, to being a role player in the NBA after being the main guy at Vanderbilt, <laughs> probably could figure that out. 
He's got an interesting upbringing, does Baldwin. Uh, videos are available of Murray, Baldwin, and Valentine, so you can go watch those on the side, and hopefully I'll have a bonus one. So it's really interesting. That's where we sit. So my, my overall take, and, and I don't know, you know, right now, what, is, what does Toronto do? Um, and I don't think – the other thing I think that's interesting here is I don't think any of these players are so good uh, that they if your team has a need – that you just automatically draft him because he fits your need because he'll fill into the need right away, if that makes sense. I, I'm not sure that I think I see that, uh, that if you need a starting center, that Jakob Pertl is going to be your starting center. If you need a starting point guard, that Wade Baldwin's going to suddenly start for you. That DeJounte, excuse me, DeJounte Murray certainly is not uh, along the way on that. So uh, there's where we sit on the draft. I'll give you more about Sabonis on tomorrow's show. Today's show is brought to you by Devin Cash with Equity Real Estate. The market is right for you right now. Realtors are seeing more buyers. Sellers are making fewer concessions to close a deal. And in some cases, multiple buyers are competing for a single property. So rates are still historically low and the market is flooded. So right now, if you're considering buying or selling is the time. Now, let me tell you why Devin Cash is the right guy. When I've talked to Devin Cash about his business, what he says to me and what he talks about is how he approaches real estate with the heart of a teacher. He never wants his clients to feel uncomfortable in any situation. Working with first-time home buyers is his favorite because he can guide them through the process from start to finish, make them feel comfortable, answer the concerns, and really be an assistance to one of the most wonderful times of your life. When you need to talk to Devin, you talk to Devin. It's not as though you're with some huge firm and you get sent to the receptionist, the coordinators, or somebody else, he talked to Devin Cash, and he never rushes his clients to a decision they're not ready to make. Cherry on top, he's a huge jazz basketball fan, and this is where you get two free jazz season tickets when you buy or sell a home with Devin. That's right. Devin Cash is giving you two free jazz season tickets when you buy or sell a home with him. Call him at 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. Or send him a text. Tell him you heard it on Locked on Jazz, and you want to know more about what he might be able to do for you. Certain restrictions apply. Call for details. Devin Cash with Equity Real Estate. 801-759-1495. That's 801 801- Seven five nine fourteen ninety five. All right, let's get to uh, the Draymond Green story of the day. Uh, do I? I got to ask. Do I think he should have been suspended? I mean, in the rules of the system, I'm not sure. I like the rules. I'm not sure why is a disadvantage for you to continue in the playoffs. If you are picking up cumulative flagrant fouls and you stay in the playoffs, then you have a higher chance of going out. If you play, you know, by playing, if they beat Oklahoma City in five instead of seven somehow, that's actually an advantage. That, to me, seems broken in this system, that there are players who, you know, in theory, if you're playing for a seven seed, you go pick up two or three flagrant fouls in the first series, you know you're not going to advance, you're all right. So there's something that doesn't seem to be equitable to me in the system. Uh, Draymond, this is the mistake Draymond made earlier. It's not, I, regardless of whether I think that, specifically should have been a flagrant foul. Draymond put himself on the edge, put himself in a precarious situation where one act and he and, and LeBron knew it. 
I've spent a lot of time interviewing LeBron James. I don't know him personally at all, but I've spent a lot of time around LeBron. I've had some incredible experiences. The dude is a basketball savant. He's an incredibly smart guy. He's an amazing memory. He's a genius in basketball sense. I don't know if he is in business because I've never dealt with him. But his memory, his analysis, his discussions, his understanding, it's incredible. He absolutely knew the situation with Draymond Green, and he absolutely enticed him into that. I have no doubt. Now the Warriors are in trouble. Uh, here's what gets interesting about the Warriors. Iguodala doesn't usually play with a center. He now will. The Splash Brothers don't play without Draymond. They now will. The, uh, all of the rotational elements of the Warriors are way out of whack. And I think that, and for a passing system, moving system, I think we could see some high turnover rates and some real stagnation on offense uh, from them today. The other one is the trapping of Curry and Thompson will be at an all-time high because they've lost the release valve. The, the trick on Curry and Thompson is you set the pick with Draymond Green, then they trap Curry and Thompson. You make the pass to Green, and Green's able to facilitate. Well, if Green becomes Mo Spates or Green becomes Andrew Bogut, he can facilitate a little, but he's not a threat. He, if Green becomes James McAdoo, uh, these players cannot distribute the same way. If it becomes Igudala, maybe there's a possibility, but the problem when it's Igudala, if Livingston's on the floor, then you have a non-shooter somewhere, and Igudala at times is frankly a non-shooter, and it allows the Cavaliers to really sink in. I think there's a real chance Cleveland wins this game. That This, this is a significant enough suspension to alter the course of this playoff series. All right, let's get to the uh, fake GM game. For those who do not know the game we're playing, you can email me at dlock at 09 at gmail.com and dlock at 09 at gmail.com and uh, send me um, send me I am the GM of the other team. You are the jazz GM. You sell me. You send me a deal. Um, and it goes the other way. There, there have been a lot of discussions. Um, Benjamin Smith, the GM of the Jazz, wanted to send me Alec Burks, Trey Burke, and the 12th pick for J.J. Redick. Uh, I was not interested in doing that as the Clippers GM. I would be willing to discuss Rodney Hood and the 12th pick, um, and the that fell apart. Uh, Benjamin Smith was not willing to do that for uh, up-and-coming shooting guard for one year of J.J. Redick. Um, Redick's contract, um, obviously a part of part of the issue is all contracts are. And if you go to Redick's contract with the Clippers, um, then and you and you run down. Uh, and I don't know why the Clippers would ch- of all the guys on the roster. By the way, as the GM, JJ Redick's probably the last guy. Uh, I'm trading. J.J. Redick is only $7 million next year. It's one of the best contracts in the NBA. So that deal seems to have come to a a, um, a halt. Um, the uh, uh, I was the Daryl Morey, and I was offered Derek Favors, Rodney Hood, and the 12th pick for James Harden. Uh, that one got interesting. I turned around and said I wanted Hayward and Favors and the 12th pick for Harden to see how far we can go. Uh, 
and he countered again with favors, hood, and two first-round picks for James Harden. I might have to, if I, I I might have to do this one as the Rockets. If I if I can get the right protections on the next pick, I get favors and hood. But the problem is you're trading one of the elite best players in the league. But Harden signed for two more years, and I'd have to decide whether I really. And the question is, you know, from a Jazz standpoint, uh, this one's interesting. This one has me a little flummoxed. Uh, favors and hood plus two first round picks. So this year's twelfth. Um, for James Harden. So now you are Axum Harden, Hayward, Lyles, Gobert. It's a pretty good team. Um, he's twenty. He offered a twenty seventeen top three protected first round pick. Um, it would not that would not be able to be done until after the Jazz consume the pick. So a, a, a only moderately protected twenty seventeen top three first round pick. I don't know. Feel free to chime in on that one. I haven't decided yet, um, but that gets pretty interesting. Are you willing to give up Favors, Hood, and two first-round picks for James Harden? Now, some deals. Um, let's see where was there was another um, another kind of. These are some of the rumored trades. No, th- you know, we're just talking. These are fake. Uh, Jordan Hansen, Jazz GM. Uh, wanted to trade Gordon Hayward, Trey Burke, and Alec Burks for Jimmy Butler and Mike Dunleavy. I actually, this is interesting. The, the Gordon Hayward, Jimmy Butler back and forth comes up a lot on these, and I don't actually think it makes the Jazz any better. And it only it does is Butler sign for longer, but I actually don't think it makes the Jazz that much, really any better at all. Um, he's a less good three-point shooter. He doesn't move the ball as well. He's maybe a better defender, but I think Gordon's defense is really underrated. Um, and he's been tumultuous inside a locker room. So it's really interesting. I'm not sure that if the Bulls call the only reason if the Bulls called tomorrow and said I would do Jimmy Butler for Gordon Hayward, um, that I would do that if I were the Jazz, which is the fact that Butler signed for longer. Um, I, I don't think he's actually a better go-to player late in games. Um, I can look that up. That's just off the top of my head. I, I just don't think it's true. Uh, so uh, I, and I don't think he has more offensive skills. So to me, that's that's one where I. I wouldn't do that. Now, what I think would be interesting is to try to couple uh, Butler and Hayward together and become this dominating wing force. Uh, I, I have a hard time finding much of any scenario where trading Gordon Hayward uh, makes you any better uh, at all. I, that's the one where I would at least give some credit on the Houston deal from a Jazz standpoint. Uh, that you're not trading, um, you're not trading Gordon. Uh, I'm looking up right now the late game clutch numbers of Jimmy Butler because I'm sure that's what you know. Oh, we need a guy late in games. I, I don't think Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler last year was pretty good. Forty six percent from the field, thirty three percent from three. Did turn it over um, a little bit, not not an alarming. So and forty eight the year before and twenty nine. So he's actually he's pretty good. Forty six, thirty three uh, late in games and got to the line. Um, Gordon's not tremendously off that, but he's a little lower in that 46. Um, 33 was what uh, 46. When I say 46, 33, what I mean is 46% shooting uh, from uh, the field and 33% from three. Gordon was 43% and 28%. He actually went to the line about the same amount of rate and turned it over 
a tad more, a little bit more. Um, so Butler might be a little better late in games, um, or at least was with Pau Gasol, Derrick Rose, uh, Mike Dunleavy, and some other players surrounding him, which could be the other angle that we might find out. But that's um, – I, I guess I'm just not big on that exchange, unless you're just really worried Gordon's going to leave, and then you get four years under contract. That makes some sense. All right, here uh, we do like – we did get some deals um, done. Uh, here, Here's one. Uh, that I will post and give you guys thoughts. It's not as sexy as the others, but uh, the Jazz have traded the 12th pick of the draft, Trey Burke and the 60th pick of the draft, for so they've all been 12th Trey and 60th, to Denver for Wilson Chandler and the 19th pick. So the Jazz dropped down seven picks in this draft. Uh, they acquire Wilson Chandler, uh, from Denver. Denver willingly does this deal because Wilson Chandler didn't play a minute of basketball uh, last year and is owed $11 million next year, $12 million the year after that, and has a player option for $12 million um, the year after that. Um, for those who are not really well-versed on your newest jazz member, Wilson Chandler, uh, I will give you some more information, but let's first go to the press conference. Uh, Spencer Wixom, Jazz GM, takes the podium and says, we are excited to welcome Wilson Chandler to our team. Chandler's a perfect vet to add to a young team. He provides intensity on both ends of the floor, as tough as nails. Chandler gives you five-plus boards a game, can also add some scoring punch. He can play the three and the four, and will welcome addition to our bench. Chandler has had issues with injury in the past, which is why giving him a lesser role of 20 to 25 minutes a game hopefully will keep him healthy. This move is a gamble, but we get great dividends. The $12 million a year on his contract should be movable under the cap if we get... Uh, uh, in a pinch, considering he's a high-end role player, we also retain a first-round pick at 19, and we know Dennis Lindsay will be able to find a good player in this draft, uh, a very large tier of 12 through 30. We are sad to see Trey Burke go, but feel this is best for both parties. He had lost his role in our rotation, and we feel he could get a fresh start. We're extremely professional during his time here, and we wish him luck in Denver, where he should have, be able to claim a role as the backup point guard. So Spencer Wicks, I'm doing a nice job at his press conference. What's your guys' thoughts on the uh, Wilson Chandler. Uh, give you a little background on Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler uh, did not play a single game in the 15-16 NBA season. Uh, he previously played 78 games, 62 and 43 and 8 in his four previous seasons. So 8, 43, 62, and 78. He's out of DePaul. He was originally drafted in 2007. Uh, he's 29 years old. Uh, in Denver, in his final year of health in Denver, when he played 78 games, he averaged 14 points, grabbed about five rebounds a game, had two assists and a steal. Uh, he's six foot eight, 225 pounds, and can, in fact, versatile slide uh, amongst many positions. He's a career. He's taken a career. Um, I don't have the total number here. He's taken a career 1,700 three-point shots and is a 34% three-point shooter, so that number probably would hold. He was a little better in Denver at 35% because he had one outlier year uh, there. So the Jazz trade their 12th pick. They get the 19th pick back, and they absorb the contract of Wilson Chandler clearing space for Denver and Jazz taking a risk on Chandler, who was injured uh, for the entire season. I guess you guys would probably like to know, and I would like to remember um, what Wilson Chandler's injury was uh, for the last season. Um, he had a hip injury 
um, that kept him out of the entire 15-16 uh, season. So he went um, under hip surgery. So there it is. There's a done deal for you. That is today's edition of Tip of Locked on Jazz. It is brought to you by our good friend Devin Cash at Equity Real Estate. Call Devin and have him help you buy or sell a home and receive two Jazz season tickets at 801-759-1495. 801-759-1495. If you'd like to advertise on Locked on Jazz, email me at dlock at 9 at gmail.com. Same if you'd like to advertise on Locked on NBA. And check out, posting later today, the new edition of Locked on Golf with Brian Taylor, Real Golf Radio. Locked on NBA, <coughs> we'll have Mike Schmitz from Draft Express. Big day today on the Locked on Podcast Network. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17 